wunderschönen guten Abend, meine Lieben und willkommen zum Goddess of Technology Podcast. Ich bin eure Moderatorin Marie. I was really craving to do that, welcoming you lovely people into the Goddess of Technology Podcast in German. I hope you liked it and like the German language. I do feel that there is this widespread idea about German language that it sounds harsh and ugly but then when the people who hear me speak German um, hear it they change their mind about German they, they think that I do sound softer and I'm not even doing it on purpose this is the way I speak when I speak German and a lot of German speakers who I know are very soft-spoken and actually do sound lovely in German but of course we also have those really harsh sounding <laughs> Germans like hello guten abend wie geht's euch so that's also really possible okay so for this episode i would like to place a more light-hearted fun entertaining theme to it and so i have decided after a long time to introduce a marie logs episode once again so for those of you who have forgotten what that is the marie logs is a series of episodes that are more personal to me as Marie uh, because I would love to get to know every single one of you on a more personal level as well and not only um, share some advice on tech careers but also to be close to you as a human being although it is a monologue and a one-sided conversation I'd love to invite you for us to get to know each other better. And if you have any questions for me, or if you would like to introduce yourself and share your personal story in tech, but also who you are in general, who are you, what moves you, what pisses you off. So if you would like to share that with me, then I'm inviting you to do so via the contact form in the episode description notes. Um, yeah. and. In this episode, I'll be sharing the most frequently asked questions that you have sent in to me. Um, I have replied to you individually as well, but since these questions were asked multiple times, I thought to myself, hey, maybe there's someone else out there who would be interested in knowing the answer to these questions as well, apart from those who sent them to me. So yeah, here we go. <laughs> we'll be starting off with a more lighthearted question, but these 10 questions, they include some lighthearted ones, but also some more philosophical, more emotional ones. So we got a good mix going on. So the first question, what's your favorite app and why? This is very clear to me, and of course I am biased. My favorite app is Spotify. I'm a big fan of music and podcasts, be it creating them or listening to them. I'm just a big fan of podcasts. And yeah, 
very straightforward to me it is also if you look at my usage statistics of my phone it is by far the app that i use the most i even use it to fall asleep uh, there are some deep sleep playlists on spotify that i listen to to fall asleep more easily and the this deep sleep playlist with some incense sticks um some beauty masks <laughs> to have a little wellness going on on an evening is just the best thing so yeah check it out um second question what's your why to work in the technology industry what motivates you to work in tech some others have asked as well so i see my personal mission in life to help people with my personal skills experience and knowledge and also with the help of technology and so yeah it was very straightforward to me ever since i was 11 years old that i want to be in tech i'm gonna be elaborate elaborating later on that as well because one of the questions is drilling more down on that but some of you might have already listened to the episode my humble beginnings in tech so you will know um, where my passion for technology actually hails from so yeah uh, my why in tech is because i want to help people with the help of tech and with my unique capabilities or unique um combination of capabilities because everyone has um great capabilities but it's the the combination of them and their personality that makes it so unique and special so that's it for me next question who is your role model in the technology industry so this is not specific to the technology industry but to life as a whole my role models my primary ones are my parents my mom and dad the marriage of their strengths are so valuable so they complement each other well you have my mom who is very emotionally intelligent she is a true relationship builder she is an entertainer as well so when she feels comfortable around you she's very funny um also she's very much of a creative so whenever something in the house was breaking she knew what she could do to fix these things in creative ways not from a technical pragmatic perspective necessarily but for more from a creative artistic way so for example um the sofa would have a stain and she tries to get out get the stain out of the sofa <laughs> then she would pick some random clothing that she didn't need anymore and kind of stick that clothing that part of the clothing onto the okay it doesn't sound very <laughs> very appealing the way that i say it but yeah it just looks at the end of the day the sofa looks so much more artistic and so much more creative just by the way my mom fixed a problem from a more creative and maybe even fashion fashion-based um, approach i love that my dad is someone who is more of the pragmatic side of things he's very logical analytical very efficient 
um he always has time on his mind and um is aware that time is our most valuable resource so he makes the most out of it he's always on time and um <clears throat> he just gets things done so my mom is the one who is a very very much of a visionary of a creative when it comes to um brainstorming in theory what actually to do so to dream and to give input on what to do in the brainstorming process the theoretical process planning process and my dad would be the one to execute on that in the in the best way possible and just having these two sides of them uh merge into one being my um my parents um I do see them a lot as a role model for me. And although it's like role models in life in general, these unique set of capabilities that they have are also so applicable to tech because tech is not only the actual products, but it's actually the value it's delivering to its end users. It is the experience that the clients are having with it. how do they feel how do you, how do you feel when you're using spotify and seeing the user interface how do you feel when you are looking for your favorite artist's new album and then it appears so easily and so intuitively on your screen how does it make you feel it makes you feel so delighted right so um yeah so their their unique set of capabilities i like to say that i learn a lot from them when it comes to them and i hope that i at adopted some of these traits both um from both of their sides into me and um i think it is really this mix of the creativity and the relationship building part and that practical side of things that really makes it such a seamless impactful combination a little bit of everything is always good so i think that's what they what they have given me and yeah my parents uh question number 4 what's the most memorable inspiring experience you've ever made on tech there are many diverse ones i cannot settle for one and i will not limit myself to one but without this specific experience that i'm about to share with you it will be impossible for me to be to have had the tech career that i've had so the experience that moved me the most probably is me developing my first ever website at the age of 11 on Pokemon and Sailor Moon and Japanese anime and manga as a whole because that was a moment where i realized i actually really love tech i love putting myself in the consumer's shoes and i would like to continue this So, although I didn't know specifically what job I would do in tech, but I knew that I wanted to be in tech. And had I not have that insight at that young age already, I would have not been that ambitious to um persevere and to invest my time in learning more and more and more about the industry. And um to have gained the experience that I had today and to have met all the people who have taught me so much throughout my career. So, I would say that one when I was 11 years old. Uh question number 5. We're getting deeper and deeper here. So what is the most traumatizing experience you've um had in tech? Well, there are quite a few. <laughs> to be fair, 
uh, I'm just human, right? And it's nothing dramatic. I don't see having traumatic experience as something dramatic or as something that should be avoided at all costs. I just see it in a way that anything that's outside of our comfort zone can cause trauma to us in some cases also in the long term and that is something absolutely human and so normal to life so i am not seeking whatsoever to erase any traumatic experience whatsoever um i do just see them a part of life so when i say there are many instances where i have experienced trauma i don't necessarily see it as something um bad for me because i've always received mental and physical support to overcome it uh i've always had the resilience to overcome it um and also i have grown as cliche as it sounds always so much more white so much wiser and so much more insightful and so much more grateful um so much more creative as well because i gained so much creativity from that trauma always so yeah okay so the most traumatizing one the one that i can come up with so far is mental exhaustion it wasn't quite burnout yet but it was it was mentally exhausted and that was within a a former employer that i had in the tech industry who showed in his behavior and who admitted in words that he prioritizes profit money and things above his people above his team above anything else really and this is also how he led us as a team uh he was let's say a very friendly person my manager back then uh but yeah he was um asking us for our numbers every single day multiple times a day and that exhausted me mentally so yeah although i understood that he was also exhausted himself and his manager was asking him for our numbers it was very mentally draining so i would say that is the experience that comes to mind um that was i would say one of my first ever full-time jobs in tech so it's really long ago but i still remember it very vividly Question number six. Have you already experienced any discrimination as a woman of color in tech? If so, in what ways? Um, Okay, so in my first ever full-time position in tech, I felt discriminated in the sense that I didn't feel taken seriously. So what do I mean with that? So if my manager asked all team members for their opinion he sometimes didn't ask me or also um, if i try to share my opinion then i'm someone as you know me in person i'm quite an assertive person and a go-getter then they would just talk over me and not look at me not listen to me but just talk to each other and it wouldn't take me seriously and on a side note I was the only woman of color and since it was my first full-time job ever, I was also relatively young. I was like, how old was I? I think 22 or something like that or 21. And uh, yeah, um, it was very difficult. Everyone else that I was working with there was like 
an old white cis man nothing against old white cis men but these are just people who uh find themselves less discriminated for sure than some other groups and yeah um me alongside those old white cis men was very heterosexual men as well like it was very difficult for me to uh feel seen and heard as the person beginning of her 20s and this woman of color and i wanted to do a good job i was so excited to have my first full-time job that is also a company that i looked up to a lot it was really one of my dream companies to work for so it ended up like that and um but but since it was my first full-time job ever at that specific time i was not aware yet that that was discrimination It was only later on um, that I realized it was that because I gained more experience with other companies, other brands where I did not experience that discrimination. So in in, re- in relevance or in reference to it, in relation to it, okay, in relation to it and also in comparison to it, that's only when I found out afterwards that it was discrimination. Um, although I did find out that it was discrimination, I was not hurt or anything, but I was rather super motivated to um, moving forward in the future to raise awareness of discrimination and to fight against it by educating people that it actually exists and to not gaslight each other into, you know what, don't be so sensitive. There is no such thing as discrimination. It's actually not happening. If you go into the workplace with a positive mindset and if you are the one proactively approaching other people, then there's there's no thing like discrimination. That is wrong. It exists, okay? But that's another topic <laughs> that I'm getting into a lot in some of the Goddess of Technology episodes. So check that out. There is an episode on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And... Um, also some previous some episodes previous to, prior to that uh that might be interesting to you if you want to uh dive deeper into that topic so yeah um number seven this is also this goes along well with that and it's very interesting so marie what's in your opinion a prejudice about women in tech what solutions would you suggest so this is this is the thing that i hear the most Women's key strength is being emotionally intelligent. So to be self-aware, to be empathetic, to be great relationship builders, to be caring. But it is not women's strength to have technical knowledge, skills, and experience. And they should hand that over to men. Because biologically, anatomically, they are more likely to succeed in that area. That is so wrong because... I have experienced and encountered a lot of women in this industry that do have both and that easily switch from one energy, one area to another. It is absolutely possible. And I like to say that if I'm really interested in a topic and tech, then I can be also a very technical person. But then again, I do have to be really passionate about it to dive into that. But no, I don't agree with this statement. And this, I would say, is a prejudice that I feel I hear the most about. And part of the question was also, what solutions would I suggest to fight that? Well, what solution can I suggest? 
well, I would say be open to new things. Um, allow yourself to be challenged when it comes to your opinions because uh, maybe someone might be able to teach you something new that might be of value to you and that might help you grow. But if you are such a conservative person and you just want to keep the mindset that women are only emotional intelligent, but they're really, they really suck at technical topics, then keep that opinion because I am not going to be wasting my time and energy to convince you otherwise. Because if you're that type of person anyway, then you're a type of person I don't want to be, I don't want to have any relations with. And it's yeah i'm not even gonna waste my time there so you do you um number eight uh purchasing every single new iphone model yes or no absolutely no um i like to invest my money otherwise wisely but at the same time i feel that i want to make sure that my phone since I'm using it a lot for podcasting as well and editing, that it has the capabilities that I need. Also, I love taking photography. So I want to make sure that the quality of the camera still has it. But iPhone cameras, the mics are really good, even if it's like years ago that you bought your last iPhone. So absolutely no. No to purchasing every single new iPhone model. Nine. If you were not working in tech, in which other industry would you like to work? I think this question is so exciting because in Goddess of Technology, I focus on tech, obviously, uh, and briefly, I talk about my other interests. For example, in those episodes where I speak about myself personally, like here, or also in some of the introduction episodes where I would be speaking about who I am, a little bit, an audio-based biography of me, um, then people are actually surprised that I don't only enjoy tech, but I also enjoy other things that are completely unrelated to it, maybe even opposite to it. So I do enjoy uh, business in general, entrepreneurship, um, also culture and arts. And so my alternative career choice would be then uh, working in cultural and artistic institutions or departments of organizations. So this can be, for example, some um, French representations abroad, like Alliance Francaise, Institut Francais. I actually work at Institut Francais and developed their website and updated it regularly. Um, also, I could picture myself being in the entertainment industry for a hot minute, like for a few years, actually, um, next to working in tech as well as a student. I also work in the entertainment industry um, in some scenes, some episodes, like it was a cameo. I think this is what you call it on television. And yeah, I, I really love the, the atmosphere in the entertainment industry. It was on television. Um, in this way, in this sense, I would work. I would love to work as a journalist or, and and or a host, for business, culture, and art related formats. Maybe documentaries, 
interviews with uh, entrepreneurs or artists or something. I would love to do that. So cultural and artistic institutions or departments of companies or the entertainment industry specifically, television or radio, I could also picture myself doing that. And last but not least, what makes someone a goddess of technology? This is so cute. I think this is even the first question that was ever asked to me. And I would say a goddess of technology is a human being who confidently and lovingly makes an impact in the world with their own unique strengths being a hundred percent their authentic self and not anyone else because you're beautiful (laughs) the way you are your strengths your experience is so unique to this world the world needs the set of of strengths experience knowledge all of that that you have um and you have so much to offer that you can help other people with so go out and find your platform and how to do that and whether you have already arrived there or you're or you're on your way there and anyways even if you have arrived there you will always be a work in progress and there will always be new goals new things to do like for every one of us whether you are on your way or already there, you are a goddess of technology. So yeah, and also goddess of technology is not, you know, um, origin-based, gender-based, uh, sexuality-based, religion-based. You can be a goddess of technology irrespective of any stereotypical expectations of society. So yeah. Thank you so much for sending in these questions. I apologize that I only released this episode today, although the questions have been asked a few times already. Uh, But I wanted to make sure that I collect a diverse bunch of them that I can do an episode that has some more philosophical, some more um, lighthearted and fun questions. And I felt that today was the time for it let me know if you enjoy formats like this uh also if you have any more cool questions that you want to ask let me know or also if you want to be interviewed let me know (laughs) it will be of course amazing if you have some link to the technology industry or you just have a passion for it so yeah let's talk Uh, As always, the contact form will be linked in the episode notes. And I'm wishing you a lovely start in the day.